0: Hello and welcome to episode 624 of the Leadcast podcast. I'm your host Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Hello, and Colton Sweat. Woo!
3: Nick is back. Yeah,
0: I'm back. I am back. Um, before we uh, get into our weeks, we've got some uh, Leadcast news. A decent about of a decent amount of new news. <laughs> um we'll maybe do bi-weekly slash trivia we'll see uh how the show is looking we'll talk about the return of competitive league roundtable and finish up male fight um aiden how was your week
2: mike was good um still haven't played ranked and i'm not playing on it i think my life has been better uh without it Mm -hmm. um i've been really enjoying league though uh from the little amount that i've played i've played some normals with people i've played some customs with people um it's been really fun the season seems great um but yeah, uh, I haven't played any ranked, and I feel pretty fucking good about it, uh, which is awesome. Uh, I've had more time to waste on stuff like MapleStory. <laughs> uh, that's been fun, um, and I also played through. I'm gonna say I played through the entire game of the, the game that you gifted, Cold, and I. Uh, yeah. Forward, Escape the Fold. Uh, I'm saying I played through the entire thing as an I beat a run on every character on like their first ability. I there, think that's guys, fine. So.
0: I think that's fine. <laughs>
2: yeah i I might go back for their second ability at some point but overall it was like really really good um yeah
0: it was like five bucks so it wasn't i think it was a little bit more than that um but i just thought the the way that they did the sort of choose your path is like super innovative
2: i i there's like like nine characters or something or maybe even more than that like and i I think i liked all but like two of them actually i liked all but one of them i'd say like it it was actually it was really really good i enjoyed it a lot
0: do you know which one you didn't which uh, I'm like, like Anubis. <laughs> okay, I've not gotten to Anubis yet, which is fine. I'm opening myself up to the spoilers. Yeah. I think my favorite so far has been the the Druid the one who, where you can move sideways. Oh yeah, that, that Seems was fun. so broken.
2: It's- so, I didn't realize that they all had special abilities. Um, I was <laughs> oh, re- no. I'm not really a reader. Um, yeah. And then I got to the Druid where you can move, like, sideways. And I'm like, wait, you can move sideways the entire time in this game? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that no, makes sense now. It was, it was fun, though. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was worth, like, uh, it took me, like, four hours to go through all the characters. Yeah. So it was, like, fun. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's kind of been my week. Uh, I started playing a couple different games, dropped a couple different games. The most recent game I've started is um, the new Borderlands spinoff game, like uh, mm. Tiny Tina's like Wonderland, like that that game. So I've started playing that on like PS Five, and it's, it's fun so far. It's cool. Nice. I really enjoy those games. So, uh, what about you, Colton? How was your week?
3: Yeah, um, my week was good. I've still been playing a pretty good amount of ranked. Um, still around where I was last show. I'm at 62 points right now in Master. I think I was maybe at like 100 points last show, but that's two games. Um, I've been really enjoying the new season. Um, you know, I think there's definitely some adjustments that we'll get into in the patch notes that needed to happen, but overall it's been really fun. Lots of cool new items, um, a nice shift to the meta, um... So looking forward to continuing playing more ranked outside of that. The only real big thing I did, I finally, uh, put together my uh, computer. I I had all the parts that I ordered just like kind of stocked up in the closet. (laughs) Um, it's not up and running yet, but everything's assembled and it, and it recognizes all the hardware, but I tried to boot it up off of a USB drive and, it kept erroring out, so I copied Windows onto a new USB drive, and when I tried to boot it on that, it also didn't work, but now it won't boot to BIOS, so <laughs> not not sure what's going on there. Um, have some more troubleshooting to do, but looking forward to getting that finished and you know playing some old games with better settings or playing some new games that I had been kind of putting off because i've got an older machine so looking looking forward to having a new computer again because it's been like eight years i think since i built the one i've been on
2: Hell yeah Jeez,
3: nice yeah so that's that's it for my week nick what how's your two weeks been
0: guys i uh have also been enjoying uh league the way that aiden has just very casually um i played my first game of summoner's rift the other day uh, since the, the patch changes um, which I, I really liked. I thought it was cool. Um, but most of my uh, free time when possible has gone to Baldurs Gate 3, uh, which I have finished um, just under 87 hours. Um, very good game. I think I think this is like definitely one of the best games I've played. Um, and I think act 3 holds up like very well to act 1. Uh, I, I do think act two is a little bit of a slump, um, but I don't think it, it fell off nearly as hard as, um, people were saying I enjoyed act three a lot. So, uh, I think that's been most of my <laughs> weeks, um, unfortunately, so that and work. So we'll, uh, we'll jump into the show. Any leak cast news, Aiden?
2: Uh, nothing too, too crazy. Um. Once again, just a like reminder, we've started doing a thing where like uh, weekly or bi-weekly, uh, we take a suggestion from our Patreon channel on our Discord. We have a thread in there for suggesting topics for us to talk about. We have a good one this week from uh, Shark from our Discord um, about uh, how to carry slash get carried in like how to be a better player about getting carried and ranked uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit this week um, so if you want to suggest those you can go to discord.gg slash leadcast and be, as long as you're a $1 patron you'll have access to that channel otherwise um, replay not replay reviews uh, op.gg reviews will start again at the end of this month um, and I think that's it I'll do customs at some point uh, probably not this week but who knows maybe just stick it just pay attention to our discord I'll always like post before I uh, do customs so
0: hell yeah that's awesome. Uh, let's jump into the actual news. We got a new patch, patch 14.2 that we'll um, run through pretty quickly. Uh, so this was, this is the introduction of, oh, I'm sorry, Vanguard soon. Um, making sure that your computer is ready to, to install and keep active Vanguard. It's pretty exciting.
2: am going to earn, ride some crypto.
0: Hell yeah. They need it to pay their employees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's going to be an update to the minimum Windows spec. Uh, they will no longer be supporting Windows 7, 8, and 8.1. Which Whoa. Is interesting. Whoa. Uh, changes to the MMR and matchmaking. Which is.
2: It's like pretty basic changes. That's yeah. pretty all well just like, like hey, part of the reason why people were getting so out of whack with their gains losses, it was, it was too hard to demote down to silver. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're going to make it a little easier to demote down to silver um, so that you don't end up in scenarios where you're perma gold four, and then you eventually are getting like plus 20 minus
0: 30. So it's cool. Nice. Good change. Uh, Happy with how patch 14.1 landed, except there's a little bit uh, too much damage in the game. Um, So they're going to try to reduce the burst back to 13.24 levels. Uh, But Doing that will not be in the stat shard changes, which is up next. Um, it, there are two um, changes in, in row two for the uh, shard changes, and all three in uh, slot three are different. Um, in slot two, you're losing the armor and magic resist and getting move speed and bonus health based on the level in their place, respectively. And then in row three... The bonus health gone, armor and magic resist gone. Instead, bonus health is replaced with flat base health, which is kind of nice. That's a lot, 65 as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Tenacity and slow resist instead of armor and uh, more stacking bonus health instead of magic resist.
2: I really like this.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to feel about this.
2: I, mean, I think it's, like, awesome. I, I think the only weird thing is I, th- I think it's really weird to have two of your three options be health in, in row three. Um, but yeah. overall, I, I, like, there's Colton and I talked a little bit about it last week, Nick. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, I think it's cool. And it also uh, fixes an underlying issue of uh, people forget to fucking change their armor and magic shards all the time, which uh, people like Freak think uh, leads to a lot of issues of, like, why maybe mages at in bottom lane are a little inflated obviously not the fact that they're the mages in bottom lane are good but like the fact is there's tons of ad carries who just think they're gonna play against ad carry and then don't select the magic resist shard right and it will like start to like normalize things like that that's yeah
3: right. you know we, we're both kind of, of the same opinion that it's that's probably a very minuscule thing but yeah. also like it, it certainly does happen um and, and i think that this alleviates a, a frustration right where like they have a weird team comp and you're like man I don't know what to take right so like none of this is is focused as armor or magic resist I guess you know the the only all, all of the options are are good on every character like against any team um, and and I think you have a little bit better customization there uh, as well as I think it'll help make characters tank stats to be tanky i mean obviously like losing six armor is not gonna mean that graves isn't tanky because he gets Mm -hmm. like a hundred from his e but you know maybe push in that direction Uh, i do also really like the in the defensive tree like getting access to tenacity a different way if you don't want to go um you know one of the trees that has it or if you're gonna need like a lot of tenacity, but they're an AD every team. Like, I think you have a little bit more options here. I'm excited to see how this plays out.
0: That's true. I guess yeah, you you do get those uh, those options added.
2: I haven't done the math yet on Tom Hench though, but uh, I'm I'm excited to be able to fucking run double health shards.
0: <laughs> I mean triple health, right? You get the oh I guess no, one, one of is them is flat. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so you um, could go like attack speed. And then health. health health, whether that's per double level. Double scaling or yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably I would think you go double scaling on Talum.
2: So it breaks even at like six point five, like uh when you yeah. turn seven is when it breaks, but um yeah, it's interesting. Sixty five is a lot like flat. Sixty five is a lot. Especially on a character where you get damage by having health, so it's mm-hmm.
3: cool. Yeah, maybe there's some level one strats if you take the the base health and like hail of blades. So like there could be
2: something there. I'm more thinking, like, for breakpoints for CSing yeah, Under Tower, I think will actually be... There's a mm-hmm. chance that it actually helps uh, okay. you break uh, even there. Because, like, there's a point where uh, if you level before wave 3 is pushed under your tower, you can um, last hit them without, like, double autoing. But if you don't hit level before, then you have to double auto. And it's, like, oh, very that's strange. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So I wonder if it'll help like, with, like, breakpoints like
0: that. So it's cool. Interesting. Um... And we'll jump into the actual patch, the meat and potatoes. Smolders coming out uh January thirty first. Yep. Pretty exciting.
2: His uh his uh person who we'll talk about it later, but his person designed we got laid off, so
0: Oh <laughs> <Ooh>. uh,
2: <laughs> He has a voice line that is um uh my mom works it right. Oh not anymore. <laughs> That's not good. Um Ari Ari's charm cooldown is being decreased, so it's cool. Uh, Blitzcrank
3: base armor is being decreased by three, and the attack damage ratio of his E is going down from double your base AD to one point eight times your base a- or your total AD. So really, this isn't—I don't think this is going to be a major change. I mean, a little squishier, and like your E does ten less damage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> seems weird to nerf this part of his kit, but that's all right. Um, Briar, she's getting a small um, kind of rework, right? Not like a not a full one, but um, definitely some, some kit changes. Her passive healing uh, is going to be decreased. Her bleed tick rate is going to be decreased, so she's going to be proccing the bleed more frequently. Q damage increased, the damage type has changed to magic, and now applies on hit effects and lifesteal. The W heal on bite has been adjusted, and the critical strike modifier has been removed. Um, so, moving her more towards the uh, the bruiser Briar role and away from the the tanky one even more. That's probably good. I'm um, sorry, away from the squishy one even more.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Camille is getting base health increases, passive cooldown decreases, and Q bonus movement speed increases. That's cool, she probably needed that.
0: Yeah.
3: Q mana cost is going down. The healing is increased if you're at low health. Ooh. And the E passive armor pen is increased. That is wild that he gets just 40% armor pen for free on ability.
0: Yeah. These seem, uh, so I may be a little out of touch, right, with um, with the state of the game. But these, this seems like a lot of changes for a character who maybe is still fine he's being
2: picked in pro play so think about yeah. that however you want um but and- yeah no I, I think he is like just like suffering and win rate a little bit mostly because um stridebreaker is probably one of the worst items yeah post- for sure mm-hmm. mythic change um and i don't think that makes him bad i just think that a lot of people who are now building stridebreaker are struggling on him um so
3: yeah i think it's a weird situation where people are just building him wrong now Yes. Where I think he's probably just fine, going like Sundered Sky into full tank, and maybe you go Black Cleaver if they have armor.
2: I mean, I think Trinity Force is a good first item on him. Yeah, like Trinity it, too. Like he has lots of good mm-hmm. options still. It's just yeah, it's Sundered Sky just sucks, and they'll, they'll eventually fix it. I think.
0: But stride <laughs> you mean?
2: Uh, so yeah, no, so yeah, so stride not sh- not <laughs> Sundered
0: Sky, very good item. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that item is crazy. <laughs>
0: Cool, um, Ezreal Q damage increased, W damage increased, R damage increased.
2: Love it. Uh, Fizz Q damage decreased, W damage decreased. Fizz is probably the biggest winner of maybe the out of all the mages because he went from having like no good mythics to hey he's really fucked with like a lot of AP. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, oh that's cool.
3: yeah. Wait, they, they're buffing Ezreal? I feel like I've seen a lot of Ezreal and I, he's good.
2: His winner he got cummed by the fucking items. Um, <laughs> huh. Cummed, huh? Yeah, he's forty seven percent, whereas um what, the last patch of the season he was fifty point five he went up four percent. That's, That's weird because I don't know, I've seen
3: a lot of him in like my ranked games and he seemed good.
2: Yeah, I guess if I sort by master yeah, if master plus his win rates back up to like fifty percent, right? So like yeah. if people build him correctly. Um uh, once again the classic meme Ezreal scales off of two things, ELO and ping. Uh so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, true.
3: Uh, yeah, so next you have Garen. The W active duration is now a flat four seconds rather than having the timing of it scale up with level. E damage is just increased. More spin.
0: More spin, more, spin, more win. Yeah. Gragas, armor and health He also increased. got hit.
3: Oh. Uh, garen also got hit pretty bad with stride breaker not dealing any damage now so he can't use it yeah. to proc phase rush
0: yeah it's pretty uh pretty sad um gragas armor and health growth increased our cooldown decreased cool fuck gragas
2: <laughs> um gwen uh passive damage increase they like nerfed her probably too hard last patch. Um Duke Wenman's are the biggest baby that's crazy. Like really? <laughs> they act like her character wasn't wasn't fucking insane before. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like like there's like is a twenty percent damage nerf to her. Like they're the last nerf or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but it's her passive obviously she applies her passive on like a lot of things, yeah. but like like it's just like it's so disingenuous to say that her damage has been nerfed by 20 percent <laughs> mm-hmm. like i don't know the character's still fucking i think the character's still insane but yeah maybe for it's sure. just too hard to play for like the average player maybe that, I, I feel like that's like a constant that we'll see in league of legends is that a lot of complaints come from characters that are just too hard to play um so they're like just gatekept by like the average player i guess so it's weird
0: yeah i also think specifically for gwen um like the times when it's a good Gwen game, it's like the best Gwen game in the world. Right. Versus like a, you you can't just blind pick her into every single matchup. But as soon as, as soon as it's a good Gwen game, you just 1v9 the game. and There's nothing the enemy team can do.
2: Yeah. It's just so hard for me to say like characters that are picked, like, like not consistently, but like above average and like pro play, like feels Mm -hmm. like they just should never be complained about. (laughs) Yeah. I think the game is so trickle down and like, Seeing characters picked at that level means, like, they have something to them, man. We'll talk about Hway yeah. in a fucking minute. Like, Huey's getting his fucking fourth set of buffs in a row, and guess what? Fucking Barrel played him support, went, like, fucking 15-something. Mm, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh, here, uh, right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I was... I, was gonna I thought
3: that was a good transition, from, yeah. 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 Speaking of characters who get uh, buffs because they're hard, Huey. Even though he's still super... I mean, he was super good. He's going to be even better now that they're buffing him. E cooldown is being decreased by 3 seconds at first level, down to 1 second at max rank. The fear duration when he EQs uh, now scales with level from 1 up to 1.5 seconds before it was a flat 1 second. So, uh he's got his self-peel up more often, and it's better. Yay. Like, he wasn't so, safe enough. He wasn't safe enough nuking you from under his tower, under your tower.
2: He's just gonna be, like, another Cassante. Like, I, I the game is su- such a weird weird place where you have characters that are just, like, they're just too hard for the average player. Like, I don't know. I think I'm all right at the game. Um, And fucking after his hotfix buff day one, I thought the character was above average. Um, And since then, he's gotten... Three sets of buffs, right? Uh, and now we're seeing him picked in pro play where, yeah, fucking Barrel picked him support uh, two games in a row against uh, uh, Fear X. And he went uh, 6 3 and 6 and then 4 1 <laughs> and 21. And it's like, I don't know, man. It just feels like maybe we shouldn't be buffing this character. Because, like, it, just because he has a low win rate doesn't mean he's, bad. his win rate is abysmal. Holy shit. <laughs> 45%. Oh I think
3: he really suffers from the fact that, like, Level one through three, he's just awful, right? He's just I, he he
0: is terrible. he's he's worse than that. Like it it, it is longer than than level three. Um, oh yeah,
3: no, he's he's still bad before then. But like, I think one through three, he's like absolutely fucking awful, terrible. Like probably one of the worst characters in the game. Then like four through probably seven, he's not very good. But then like after eight onwards he's just so fucking good
2: i think he also suffers from the classic um so it's weird he's not he's not actually i don't think his master curve is that crazy i think like if you play one game of him he is you're gonna suffer on him but i think if, even if you play five games on him he's not that complex of a character um, he's not at least, I- This is coming from someone who's played zero games of him. I've just, like, spoken to people who've played games on him. Like, just looking at his win rate by games played, like, he immediately after 10 games played shoots up to, like, 53% win rate, right? It's like, I don't know. I feel like his mastery curve isn't that hard.
0: (laughs) No, the complexity is uh, a little overblown with the character, I think. Um, Because you're not choosing between nine abilities every time you cast an ability, if that makes sense. Like, you're choosing between three. So, I, I mean... Obviously, and they do
2: similar things, right? Like you only have one damage amped ability, one utility amped ability, and one CC amped ability. Like yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So there's like there is decision making and he is a complex character compared to the average like league champion. Um but you like when your Q is up, you have three options for damage. Right. And sometimes yeah. you're gonna pick the right one and sometimes you're gonna pick the wrong one just because of like button inputs and, and things like that. But for the, I mean, for the most part, you're doing the same combos every time. It's just he has a wider range of combos than most most champions do.
2: It's just compared to him, comparing him to Invoker, obviously is the 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 comparison I yeah. see a lot. Um, they're not in the same sphere. Like I, I think there's no. times in which you could use any of your three Q abilities on Huy and them all courtly like ending with the same result whereas i don't think that's the same with invoke
0: <laughs> no it's it is not an apt comparison um strictly because like it, invoker not only has to like cycle between all those abilities they all have independent cooldowns yeah so it's like okay okay i when did i cast my it, it, i'll just compare it like it to um Quay's abilities, like when did I cast my QQ, and is it going to come up before my Q W? Yeah, like and that level of of complexity just doesn't exist for for that character. Which is fine. I think that's a good thing for League. By the way, I don't think I don't think Quay or or Riot needs to implement a character that is that. Complex.
2: I mean, it's funny because, like, <laughs> we're talking about like how we think well, Hui not complex, but he's sitting at a fifty-five or forty-five percent win rate, right? Like, so, like, obviously, they don't need anything even more
0: complex. <laughs> like, yeah. So,
2: yeah, it's good. He's cool though. Yeah, I, and I they have to like keep him. buffing
3: him because people are crying because he's hard, dude.
0: He's oh, he's so sick. He's
2: so good. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Um, next is Alawi, whose base mana, mana growth, and health growth, and passive heal is being increased. Um, we talked about this a lot in our Discord. We have a couple Allowy yeah. mains. Um, I don't know if this is the way I would buffer. Um, I guess like it's a quick buff for her. The reality is like her character functions around something. Like we and I talked about this last week as well, Nick. Uh, we talked about how like it's weird. She's very much designed around the old map, right? Like if Allowy yeah. was being designed and they had the same constraints as what current Allowy has she would probably have longer tentacles or the tentacles Mm -hmm. would spawn further away from the wall or something, right? She's very much designed based on the old map. Um, Yeah. And to me, at least, it seems like the solution would be designing her around the new map, right? Making her her tentacles either hit longer or, as Colton, like I think, uh, suggested last patch, make them spawn 50 range away from walls now uh, or spawn anywhere even. Um, Yeah. These are all things that you could do to make her functions to similar how she used to um but just giving her just stat buffs is is i guess a quick fix but i don't know if this is going to change anything about her <laughs> or what she struggles with
0: yeah i think removing the the wall uh mechanic is probably a good idea maybe you can i don't know maybe you can add something to um sort of incentivize spawning tentacles near the wall as opposed to spawning them um like just anywhere I don't know, double the range or... Maybe not double the range, but...
2: They have more health on walls or something.
0: Yeah, something. Maybe the cooldown is lower if you proc it on a wall. Uh, whatever. Just, like, something. But I, I think removing the the wall limitations is a, is a good start.
3: Yeah, so they, they mention in, like, the flavor text that they are going to take a look at that. Okay. Um, And and adjust it, whatever that ends up being. Um, You know, I would definitely see it, like just let it spawn anywhere um i think that's the easiest way to make that fix as opposed to like i feel like giving them a bunch more range would be kind of weird um and and because they spawn just randomly it would be weird to like try and like you don't want the allowee player to have to like be trying to think about where they are going to like get their tentacles to spawn too much
2: yeah, especially when you can't control it. It would feel mm-hmm. bad if, like, they were different. You, like, you need a wall spawn one because it's stronger or has a lower cooldown or whatever. Then you get, like, a lane spawn one. Or Yeah, it's a weird situation. I, I hope they, like, do find something good, though, to fix it. I, I feel bad for people when their character just fundamentally changes based on something unrelated. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
3: They should make it so that when her tentacles spawn in the river, they're just twice as strong. So that she doesn't just become a split push monster and actually has to team fight.
2: yeah.
0: that would be pretty funny plus
3: they're literally tentacles right why are they Mm -hmm. coming out of the wall it doesn't make sense come on riot games
0: (laughs) she's not playable then though
3: (laughs) true uh jack's e damage decreased the flat damage is down and the scaling of opponents max health is down
0: karma base health increased q damage increased e shield strength increased that's interesting i was under the assumption that karma was a good character this patch
2: a lot of people think that her soul lane is going to be really good like fucking care i was going to say any fucking like shieldy character is being slept on i i still think ivern's the best fucking character in the game every single one of his fucking items got buffed i don't know
3: (laughs) yeah i think ivern's super good right now i i think karma support from what i've seen hasn't been crazy um i could definitely see this making her a strong solo laner i find it funny that they're mentioning that they're trying to you know make her stronger but without making top lane tank karma become a thing again Um, but just
0: increasing base damage i'm sorry no they're increasing ratios no yeah they're,
3: they're increasing ratios um more so than base damage but i i i do think with how much stronger the healing and shielding as well as tank items are, Mm -hmm. you're going to run into a situation and, you know, to to jump to it, you know, there's the... Hayden sent us a video earlier of LS (laughs) reacting to Kainik Rookern, which I I, I totally agree with him. The item is crazy. Like, if you play Karma against an AP top and you rush Kainik Rookern, like your Q has enough damage to full clear the wave. Like you are, your base shield is huge. You're healing a bunch from your W. Like how, how does a rumble ever displace that karma? Like yeah. you just, you just go tank karma. Yeah. Um. And, and I think, you know, that's going to be just as effective in a solo lane, right? Like if you're going to have a mage first mage matchup, it's like, cool. Like I could play, a standard tank, where I could just play Karma, and I can go like Kynik rookern into, you know, like heal shield items, or I could go more AP after that. Like you have a lot of options, and I don't see how anyone's gonna like displace that as, a, as mm-hmm. an AP character.
2: Oh yeah, um, cool. Next is Karthus, He's getting Q damage increase, W magic resist. Uh, Sorry, Magic resist Reduction increased. Um, I saw Vigar V2 playing some Karthas. He looks, like, fine, but I guess this is a pretty nice buff, so we'll see.
0: Nice. Good. Uh, we have Rumble. Oh, speaking of Rumble, um, Q damage increased. E, Magic Resist Reduction decreased.
2: Bu- okay, it's, it's decreased on his Q, and it says increased. Um, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, they're definitely nerfing him, right? Uh, okay, so Rumble know. nerfs. Yeah. Yeah, um, they yeah, lied, heard, yeah, yeah, uh, he's he's pretty strong right now. Um, I do think magic assignments are really good into him, but like, I think he he was fucked a lot at the end of last season, he was like yeah, so for good sure. for like two mm-hmm. months. Um, Shen is getting four base uh attack damage, which is nice because like now you're building obviously like the TM out items, that's so actually like kind of that's actually a pretty decent like buff to him. It's cool, mm-hmm.
3: Timo. E damage is decreased. The ratio is down by 5%. Base damage unchanged. Uh, R, Noxus traps. The charge time.
2: It's a big nerf.
3: Is five seconds longer per stack. So instead of 30, 25, 20, it's now 35, 30, 25. Hey, <laughs> Timo was very good.
0: Cool. Uh, we've got some Twisted Fate changes. Wow. On his Can not explain
2: this to me? Sorry. Like, I read yeah. these earlier, and I don't understand.
0: All right, so on his passive, when he crits, he rolls an extra dice uh, that is weighted more towards 1 than 6, um, and I believe his current dice is weighted more towards 6 than 1. So the way
2: that reads to me is that he last hits minions, he gets randomly 1 to 6 gold, right? Obviously weighted toward more towards 6, right? That's okay. how that works. Um, yeah. So if he crits and last hits a minion, it gets plus one through six plus another one through six that's weighted more towards like one so he's probably gonna get getting, getting like i guess seven on average right because it's two dice um yeah okay well that's-
3: i mean so i i think the yeah it's it, it, it would depend how much that's weighted is is the first roll weighted more towards six really? it is yeah <laughs> okay so i mean yeah like if it's if the weighting is equal then he would yeah on crits average seven seven gold. yeah yeah, and on most base common. attacks, he'd average what, like four, probably.
2: That, like I, I understand this isn't like obviously like this gets him like what, like four hundred gold like by mid game normally. Um, like what a weird system though, where critting, crit last hitting a minion gives you more gold than not crit last hitting a minion. Isn't that weird? Like, it is really
0: weird. I, I mean, it, I guess it's a, to support AD Twisted Fate
2: but still My, like a chance. It's a chance to proc another two chance system. <laughs> My yeah.
3: other th- issue with it is that it's just like not going to really affect you because you're probably not getting significant crit strike until like 20 minutes in the game.
0: But also yeah. I doesn't current um AD twisted fate build more like attack speed on hit. You than build on hit, yeah. Crit at That's least a real weird one. Yeah, I mean, previously, you'd build Gintus and then lock yourself out of crit entirely. The, it obviously doesn't work that way anymore, but, I mean, if, if you're going, like, Bork, Gintus, whatever... Yeah. A- like, assuming
2: w- the values here are enough, Nick, you probably just go, like, static into, like, actually, like, a, a fast static, attack, yeah. speeding, a st- attack speed crit build, right? Like, mm-hmm. Or maybe, honestly, just, like, you just, if you're going to play him AD, which we don't know if like it's good enough or not, you maybe just build him like an AD carry. Like, you don't even just go fast attacks. speed. Yeah, you that's go, like, true. IE and shit. Cause there's like AD ratios now. Uh, it's not just crit ratio. Yeah. To, that's fair. Yeah.
3: I mean, I could definitely see him doing like a Storm Razor into like, if you go like double energy, has like Storm Razor, Static Shiv, IE, potentially. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. So, yeah. Okay. They, they added this word passive. Uh, and then what Q W and E all got AD ratios?
0: Yes, I think E already w, had one. No, w no.
3: is getting a crit strike multiplier <laughs> oh. rather than an AD ratio. And it's I think Q it and already, already have had AD. One. Yeah. Um, and then E, the on hit damage has an AD ratio now.
0: Oh oh! It also oh um... attack speeds up. Works on turrets as well with reduced effectiveness. That's which pretty is a nice change.
3: Good. Yeah. Ooh, and his he he starts with it uh, stacked when he spawns. Oh,
2: that's sick, dude. That's fuck a really with nice Slap spell. chop TF.
3: <laughs> yeah. Or just yeah. Like right. Like you respawn. You can just immediately like alt somewhere, and not have to like oh wait let me auto wolf three times to get my stacked deck.
0: It okay, is really. Re- if if Lee were a 2023 game, when you died and came back to life, all your cooldowns would just be reset minus your ultimate, right?
2: Yeah, dude, fucking cold Slap t- chop TF tomorrow. Um, like so, you you build them full crit with Storm Razor, um, uh, Shiv. maybe if you can fit Voltic in, you do that as well. Probably you, can you. Yeah. You fucking have your stack deck immediately. You spawn. you lock blue card alt in somewhere. Your blue card hits for <laughs> one twenty plus one hundred percent AD. Uh plus one hundred fifty percent AP plus it gets in uh in the damage that damage the is crit? increased mm-hmm. by fifty seven percent uh because you 'cause you're gonna crit. Dude <laughs> It's pretty that's a big burst.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down for I know that there's like Apparently, uh, like, a Masters Plus guy playing AD Twisted Fate Top a lot right now, and it's working. Um, huh. So, yeah, interested to see how this works out. I, I don't know uh, why they decided that TF needed to be able to build AD again, but, hey, it's, it's cool.
2: That guy, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's the reason. Um, maybe. Maybe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why are I getting want bonus health. Sorry, that's the last one. Okay, that's the last champion change. I, I kind of my my immediate thought because this is one of like my first like realizations about TF was like way 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 back in the day when I played more of him at like forty percent cooldown. Your uh, W stun was like I think a two second stun on like a two and a half second cooldown. Yeah, I am wondering if you go quick blades
2: Ooh. if there's
3: a world where you perpetual stun
2: it probably depends on like your your roles for like what card you pull but yeah in, in the, or get,
3: like, or very close to in like a very unhealthy way where, where it's like stun you you walk two steps stuns you again walk
0: two. like steps old step. uh old gragas before yeah. the change huh cool we'll see tomorrow okay. huh yeah that's yeah. all the champion changes
3: <laughs> we're on into item changes uh starting with blood song the exposed weaknesses proc is being nerfed by two percent so from twelve eight depending on if you're melee range down to ten six uh good. yeah it was super good it will still be super good but a little weaker
2: yeah cool uh Next is experimental hexplate. Um they're nerfing it a little bit. Oh, sorry, they're buffing it. A l- no, they're they're nerfing and buffing. <laughs> yeah, they're like adjusting. Mm-hmm. Its cost is going uh sorry, its item recipe cost is going up cuz they're changing some things. Its attack speed is going up, but its um attack speed from its passive like when you proc it is going down. So, less on the act like the the big bonus, but more on the stats of the item. So,
0: which is just better overall, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess it depends, right? Like in theory, yeah, but like there definitely are characters where you only like do the go in button and then Well yeah, worse. but
3: so the the way that this works now is before it was twenty percent always, fifty-five percent when it's proc'. Now it's twenty-five percent always, fifty-five percent when
2: it's procked. I guess, yeah, no matter what, you're not getting more or less. So yeah, yeah right. Mm-hmm.
3: So it's it's just always more attack speed. Uh and then again when you go in it'll be the same level of strength and they've adjusted the recipe and I guess the cost. Well, I yeah, think the, co- the overall cost is the same, no?
2: The cost is the same. It's just like they build out a new item, so Changed the cost the recipe, is yeah. plus 700 instead of plus 600, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Frozen, uh, Heart. Frozen
0: Heart is next. It's too cheap, no, so shit. they increase the cost by 100 gold.
2: No, fucking anyone could tell you that. Yep. <laughs> it's the fucking, It was the best added item in the game for that cost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck.
3: Yeah, it was wild. Horizon Focus. Uh, the range requirement is going down from 700... 700- down to 600 and the area of effect in which it reveals opponents is being increased by 200 units so just straight buffs
2: I don't <sighs> what's the point of the item
0: the I, I feel like the point of the item is to like thematically um, hit someone with a long-range skill shot to make your subsequent long-range skill shots easier to hit because you have vision of them. And they take increased damage, right?
2: Is it only on skill shots, or is it any ability? Uh,
0: it is only uh, it's only on skill shots. Um, okay. I, I mean, I'm not familiar with the item. I don't think like, it is anymore since the change. Uh, but I, it it also procced if you it's impaired someone's ability. movement,
3: which they took that away.
0: They did okay. Okay. So the
3: current way it works is just dealing ability damage to a champion at 700 or more units. From the cast position.
1: Hmm.
3: Which that's makes me question like if I zillion bomb somebody, but then they walk closer to where I threw it. Do they avoid that proc?
0: I think so. It's <laughs> uh. like
2: my, my issue is like this item is the, to me was that Oh, you hit them from like long range item and it like does more damage. Any Q is over 600 range. Hmm? Yeah. That's, we call any right. Q a long range ability. That's I my wouldn't. issue. Note that now, like, at
3: six hundred <laughs> range, it's just don't be a melee character, right?
2: Yeah, it's just weird. I, I don't know. It's just strange to me. But maybe I'm just nitpicky. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't know. Uh, Phantom Dancer. They are making it build out of zeal again instead of the. They had changed the recipe, and now they're making it go back to.
0: Cool. Rift People maker is- got. Sorry. really fucking angry that phantom dancer doesn't build out of zeal anymore or didn't build out of zeal anymore which i felt it was so weird like people are up in arms about this on on reddit
2: yeah this is a better build path now though yeah i mean it's idea. definitely
0: better but i i don't know like it if there was just a component that didn't build into the final item anymore that just seems like such a weird thing to be angry about
2: yeah uh maker is getting increased by a thousand uh, 100 gold thousand <laughs> would be crazy yeah uh steel sigil is getting uh reduced by uh 100 gold which makes sense so that's good
0: nice uh storm surge less uh ap on the item and less damage on the proc so nerfed item nice okay. do you guys feel like storm surge is a good item i feel like it's kind of bait
2: it's good. Uh, like, it's definitely good. It's definitely overhyped. Like, it's still overrated, and it can be good and overrated at the same time. It's just, like, a very, like, 100 AP, 10 Magic Pen, 5 movement speed. Good passive that you proc pretty consistently. Like, it's just well-statted, builds really well. Fucking, it builds out an alternator, which maybe is the best mid, like, what's the middle tier called? Epic items. Mm-hmm. Um, might be the best epic mage item in the game right now. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, well put together i guess
0: that's fair i guess that and if the um my issue with it currently is that i feel like you just usually kill the person that you want to proc it on um but if damage is going to be a little bit lower like bursts overall which is what riot has stated they want to maybe the value of this item goes up because you can proc it more consistently without actually killing someone
3: yeah, and I mean, right? Don't you get the you get the bonus gold from it if you kill them before it pops?
0: Yeah, but I mean, thirty bonus gold I feel like is not like that's not the reason you're buying collector, right?
2: Yeah, I g- no. I guess the better way to think about it is like looking at the comparison to its most direct item, which would be uh, Shadow Flame. Um, where that's like fair. you're they're very similarly stated. Uh, Storm mm-hmm. Surge has twenty less AP, uh, but has movement speed on it. But Shadow Flame Hat and the the, the difference really is the actives and what they do. Whereas Storm Surge is like this big burst that you can do every thirty seconds or so. Whereas Shadow Flame is more consistent damage that you can do under like conditions, though. Um, So they're they're interesting. It's like there's a comparison there, and I think the fact that you could actually have to make comparisons and consider what's better is like means they're probably both good for the game.
0: Mm -hmm. That's fair. Cool.
3: Yep. Up next, Stride Breaker. The attack speed is up by five percent. The cost is down by a hundred. They have not done anything to change its active.
0: Just feels oh. weird that it doesn't deal damage because I don't think the damage is what made the atom strong before. Right? Yeah. It's like. It, I never looked at Stridebreaker and was like, "Fuck that!" Like the item by itself did so much damage to me. I, mean,
2: I. I think the idea is less so like the damage is OP. It's more the fact that they they wanted to differentiate it from the fact that they're adding three TM active items to the game. Um. Freaks talked about it on his patch previews a little bit with that. Like he's considering making stride breakers as a TMAD item, right? Change its build path, mm. um, and then add it to that pool. But the reality is, like, do we need four TMAT items? Uh, maybe not. But, like, the idea, obviously, is you don't just want Stridebreaker to be another, oh, you press this button, it does AoE damage to people around you. Yeah, I <laughs> guess.
3: I, my I'm only thought it. on that is I could also see a world where they give it, right, the one true damage treatment so that characters who rely on it for, like, a phase rush or electrocute combo still get that.
2: yeah. Cool. Um, support items. You can no longer stack support items. They are uh, adding, they're removing it from the game. Um, the way that it's going to work is that your gold penalty for support items is uh, now global for your team. So if both you have support items you guys both add to that support item penalty together um, so it is un- unusable uh, this is their n- new arbitrary rule to fix it um, I'm happy that they're getting rid of it but like I do think I do hate arbitrary rules this is going to add to the laundry list of things that you just have to know that don't work in League of Legends um, and guess what now you can now troll people so if uh, I want I can go <laughs> into my game and if my teammates are being bastards I can build fucking a support item and just farm a wave and then my team doesn't have a that get is hilarious uh, and I probably won't get banned for it because I just don't know.
0: That's so funny, actually. So, hey,
2: go, go try that out in your ranked games.
3: I'm I'm very confused what it means by this. So, you're saying.
2: So, th- let's just say, like, in 20 minutes, Cold, I'm allowed to CS 70 minions. I'm, this should make up a number, right? Um, as a support. Uh-huh. As a support. But if my 80 carry also buys it, you can both CS 70 total together. Currently. Yes. Or if all five of you buy oh, no. it, it's still 70. <laughs>
3: like,
0: yeah, yeah, the total is 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but
3: so if I am a top laner and I buy it, I'm not trolling my whole team. I'm just trolling myself.
0: No, because it is a team-wide 70 total. As soon as you see
2: enough, you and the support won't be able to get, like, extra gold from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: right. So, no, yes. Like, I, I buy this item. Like, me and the support will get the debuff penalty. Yeah, sure,
2: but like my mid laner is not going to get a penalty because no. of this.
3: It, it's what I thought. Unless you were
0: saying. they buy, unless they buy a, a support item. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying,
2: like in theory, you as a top laner could just make your support get less gold, or your AD carry, whoever buys this item. Yeah, so.
3: he, he did it. Yeah, early on.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't. Know. I just hate arbitrary rules. But either way, it's good that it's out of the game. So <laughs> definitely, it was,
3: I, I was guess, way too strong.
2: I guess their main thing is like, fuck. They don't want to just ruin. It sucks when your item or character or whatever gets nerfed from shit like this. Um, like for example, if they just had to nerf the support item because people are doing this, that would be bad. It would feel bad for support players. So this is their way of not having to nerf the item, but still creating a rule. But I don't know, it's it's ugly. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, bounty adjustments. Um, so I bounties will be improve an edge case where players on the losing team can get an undeserved bounty um, due to accumulating a large amount of CS without dying. Okay.
2: Oh, so it's the games where your team is losing, but you're like up a shitload of But shit you still have CS. it, yeah. So you get a mm. bounty. So it's going to be less of those. That's cool. cool. Um, Infernal Drake, the ability haste per Infernal Cinder, Cinder is getting doubled because that the, it's literally the most resident sleeper map on the fucking game other than the movement you get the movement speed from the cinders that's kind of fun but the actual like haste that you get is fucking negligible <laughs> yeah it's
3: it's wild cuz it's so fun to collect them but yeah. it also just does nothing
0: yeah it seems uh it seems I, I i had no noticeable impact in the one game that i played with it it just i don't know it felt like it felt like i was playing bard for a bit but that was it
1: mm-hmm.
3: i don't know i feel like i've there's been a couple times where i've had like 60 70 80 cinders And I'm like, oh, man, I should be so strong. And it's like, okay, cool. I went from (laughs) 10 haste to 20 haste.
0: Yeah, Like, yeah. Yeah, Cool. It's fun that you can't see the modifier either. I like that. Yeah, you
2: can't see the ratios or anything. I I was trying to find it. I'm also, like, trying to just look up, like, the ratio. Because I know it uh, scales, like, um, inverse, like, not inversely. But, like, if you have one, let's just say it gives you 0.6 ability haste, right? And then Mm. two gives you 0.5 ability haste. I know, like your 30th one gives you, like, .000000. Oh, cool. <laughs> like, so it's,
0: like, it's linear, too. It's not or not linear, linear I'm sorry, uh, like, exponential. Like, yeah, reverse exponential, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I wish I could find that, but also that's just impossible to find as well. And it's not in game either. It's not on the wiki, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, why would it be? That's not important uh, to know.
3: Talking about things way. that aren't in the game, uh, and nice. going back to Horizon focus, I want to complain about how uh, ability ranges aren't default in the game. So mm-hmm. when I see that, oh, abilities uh, that deal you know, damage at a range over 700 or 600, oh, let me, let me go to the improved details of my ability to see what they're... Oh, no, I can't. It's just not there.
2: All you have to do is Annie Q cool. 625 and go from there.
3: True, and then I just need to know if it's if bigger or <laughs> smaller than Annie Q.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um,
2: so they added like there's a shitload of gameplay quality improvements remember I saw saw on Twitter a couple weeks ago they were asking hey what what are some uh, quality of life improvements for your characters that you'd like to see Um, these are like what I think came of that Uh, so they've like Mm. put together a bunch of these Uh, I don't think we need to um, go through these individually but some of them are pretty big changes right like some of them are just buffs is like the reality like Trundle Q has 25 bonus range like that's just a buff but like yeah
0: that is just a buff um Hmm.
2: But either way, it's cool. Uh, a lot of these changes will probably make your character feel better. Like a great example of one that would make your character feel better is Chogath. Are now grants two point five cast range per stack, which doesn't sound like a lot, but hey, if you have ten stacks of Chogath ult, it's twenty five range on your ult, which feels pretty good. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So it's cool.
3: Um, I like that they adjusted Kane to not be able to get double orbs by going airy. Oh, did
2: that? Did, like, that's something they should just like note somewhere. Like I, I would have, I would have still fucking done that. Like, huh?
3: Yeah. So I mean, it's it's there, but it's in the gameplay quality improvements like i mean it's the first one i guess but it's it's really odd
2: it's that... just crazy it's in the same category colton as uh yorick's in-game runes will now replace glacial augment right like that, that those are uh-huh. those are two different tiers i think of changes but or like
3: Timo's default adaptive stat is changing <laughs> yeah. from ad to ap
2: yeah huh interesting um, there's some so crazy couple...
0: ones in here by the way guys
2: yeah like the more and more i'm reading these are actually fucked like a lot of them are insane
0: jack's w and r now apply to structures at 50 damage <laughs> is, is that not just a massive buff
2: yeah it's pretty sick that's pretty huh. big
0: brand passive pro- this is just a tiny one procs every 0.25 seconds instead of 1.05 seconds was it why isn't it just one second
2: game. Like, was this already a thing colton i i don't play a ton of shaco but so shaco's clone will now attack the nearest top uh visible enemy sure whatever right um shaco's clone will now stop and fake cast w and will only do so within 300 units of shaco prime shaco's clone will stop to cast a fake e uh only do so within se- uh, 600 units of shaco's prime's e target there is also a fake missile like
0: <laughs> wait i i thought for sure that already existed in the game uh, dude, that's, that's cool either way like it's hmm. fucking
2: like lots of cool changes i would re- read it ch- check if your character got any cool stuff um lots of cool stuff
0: great awesome air balance changes brand visual effects changes clash noxus cup is happening practice tool updates uh oh can't play um with people still though mythic shop rotation lots of bug fixes and some skins cool Great. Do I even mention the skins? I nah, don't want to give Riot absolutely. free publicity. Pay us if you want us to talk about what skins oh, are coming out.
2: The Yasso skin is really cool from the cinematic
0: though. Okay, you can you can talk about the association. Look skin at the chroma. Out. Look at the Chromas on it. Oh my god, it's so chroma. sick actually. It's actually really cool. Ooh. I like that his hair changes. Yeah. That's sick. Okay, talk... Sonyaso is coming out It's from the, it's from the cinematic yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> um hey in other news uh after we talk about their skins is Riot fired uh 500 people. Uh, <laughs> they let go of 11% of their workforce they put together a uh newsletter pretty well saying like that they who lo- like who they let go it's 530 rolls globally um it kind of uh, there are various roles a lot of them are based in legends of Terra. a lot of them are based in like art write, uh, writing lore teams lore, yeah. stuff like that um we've known for a while they've been outsourcing a lot of stuff a lot of a lot of art splash arts to other studios so i think it's like kind of coming off of the back of that um the big news for me as someone who enjoys League of Legends stuff is that they are also ceasing all Riot Forge productions um, so we'll see no no more like third party uh, League of Legends IP based games from other studios the last one will be the Bandle City game the crafting adventure mm. type thing um, so it sounds like we won't ever see that Project F which is like the, the Diablo ARPG game uh, that was teased like years ago um very sad either way like always when people lose their jobs uh it seems like a lot of cool people uh lost their jobs um also another downside of stuff like this is that you never see um upper management like people who are Mm -hmm. maybe not the best people uh like losing positions it's always going to be people who are maybe i'm gonna say more passionate about the game but uh either way super shitty uh I, they're, the only good thing about it is that they have a pretty fucking generous severance uh, for everyone. Yeah, just, it was crazy. Like, cool. Yeah, it's like it's super like above average uh, for the industry. But hopefully people land on their feet. Uh, it really sucks to see that. Um, and, yeah. I
3: just... Uh, they need to publish a list of every employee so that people in the Reddit comments can be like, I'm glad that person got fired. They they changed my character and they just yeah. lose their job. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: or they they made a character i didn't like true yeah. uh, people what are going to be Red like August? i'm so happy
3: they fired the guy that made smolder
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Um, then uh, one thing i didn't see covered like at all is uh the lol like the lol reddit account did an ama and it was like from a bunch of people from different roles they answered questions and stuff lots of stuff unanswered but i compiled a couple of the more interesting things to quickly go over um so there's a question about practice mode, um saying like, hey, why the fuck can't we do everything in practice mode? I added this one because Colton constantly complains about practice mode being like an undertooled thing. I just
0: complained about it. Yeah.
2: Uh so it's funny. the response was, Hey, you listed a great a lot of great stuff. Um none of that we're adding right now. Um, but we are adding <laughs> stuff. Um and the stuff they're adding was stuff like adding void grubs, uh resetting the game timer to like zero minutes. Like so there's okay. some cool stuff. One of the coolest changes they added in this patch was um you buy whatever items you want. There's a button to transpose those items onto a dummy. So you can make the dummy. Build oh, however you want. nice. Um, still like a little janky, but it, the reality is like people suggested a lot of cool things and it sounds like they are open to constantly adding more tools to mm-hmm. practice, mode. it's embarrassing that practice mode doesn't have more shit. Though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wild.
3: For sure. I just, I, I feel like I compare it to like the customization options of like Starcraft Brood War and like all of the custom maps that people have been able to make with like that map builder, and obviously like a map and, and gameplay builder is very different than a practice tool. But it's like, why does a game that's thirty years old have more options? Mm-hmm. Right, like it's yeah. thirty years old, and like that's what came out on release, and this I is mean, a game that they've been like improving for thirteen years.
0: Yeah, it's like we we, we had we went from like the customization of like whatever StarCraft early to probably peaking with like forge world, right. With halo three to (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of, uh, creativity taken away. And those, those are different games.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I'm going to get conspiracy theory for a second. Cause all these huge game companies realize that if you make good, like forge tools, your community is just going to make better stuff than you ever will, and that people are going to come to start expecting that. Like I think we're we're seeing that huge right now with Pal World, where it's just like, oh, this knockoff Pokemon is just way better than like the AAA Pokemon products that have been coming out for the last six years, ten years.
0: But I feel like everyone knew that already. Like yeah. I, I can't Im- I can't imagine people knew that like Dota would or like Warcraft would spawn Dota, which would spawn League
2: right this is a counterpoint fortnite does have a pretty good editor and like so does it okay that's games. good um good just but anyways next thing is uh there's a question about the cinematic and they like went into depth on like the time to turn it around um so development for the cinematic that came out in january uh started in february uh so wow <laughs> And the storyboarding for it started in May. So it's like easily like half a year plus of like dev time for a cinematic like that. So I think that's like hopefully opens eyes for a lot of opens people's eyes. Uh because I I think a lot of people go, Oh, fucking, they're so lazy and put together a cinematic when maybe it doesn't need to take that long is like the reality and there's like so yeah. much bloat. But the fact is is it does and it's not like they just snap their fingers and it's done, right? <laughs> like, I,
3: I see both sides of it. I, I definitely think like it, it takes longer than most people think, but I Maybe I'm just really ignorant that's entirely possible. I don't do any of this, but it it seems crazy to me that it took like ten months to make that. not like yeah I,
0: I think you are like vastly underestimating how long it takes. like a, the, like a lot.
3: I don't know, man. My argument against it is that, like, you see people make like fan made cinematics, which sure aren't like, the same quality, but like people who are one person do that in like less time.
0: Yeah, but I think the difference is like the quality of the like the models and and everything that goes into making a character look like a character. Um, because like if you go back to like awaken, uh, I think it's a really good example of like a character like th- characters that are really really high quality. Um, which probably just take a lot of time to model and then a lot of time to, like, process. Um, I was,
2: like, I'm trying to, like, look for, um like, Blizzard. Like, I, I would be curious to compare, right? Like, it'd be nice to see, like, other large-scale studios. Blizzard's the only other one I can think of who does mm-hmm. similar-level cinematics, right? It'd be great if, like, there was a example of, like, that. Cause I, like, that would give us a good idea of, like, maybe if Riot's dev time is too long or stuff like that or it's actually average for, like, that level of... uh. Thing. So,
0: it says. Uh, I mean, there's a YouTube, for, a video from GameSpot that says Blizzard takes a year to make the perfect cinematic.
2: Yeah, so like I, I believe that it takes that long for stuff like that.
0: But people are cool. saying that <laughs> the rendering alone could take weeks.
2: Yeah. Um, cool. Next one is uh, there's a question about rotating game modes. Their answer was pretty well. Hey, there's going to be there's still going to be downtime between rotating game modes, um, but there'll be less. So like we'll only have like a couple week breaks between rotating game modes this year. So that's like fun. I'm very excited for that. Um, there's still there's a question about announcer packs. Um, their answer was that hey, we're still exploring announcer packs. Uh, the main issue that we're running to is that localization is like an issue, um, which is interesting to me because i i'm curious that if they just do a character announcer pack they already have the character vote like localized like i would assume assuming they have the voice actors still on hand yeah. for them um i was also thinking about this like people wanted like caster announcer packs and stuff i f- still feel like that's a bad idea like i feel like tying yourself to See? any personality is never good i mean people can do whatever like they want is like the issue right if you have x caster who then commits a crime or something. Right. Like, I, I think that's something that is never a smart business move to put in your game. Right. Like that's my issue with like stuff like that. So I was like, I, I just, I was th- thinking more about that. Like, it's just, I, like, I guess
0: my argument would be like the, I imagine the profit from getting like from the total would outweigh the negatives of like one person have like one person. I don't, I don't know. Let's say like freak to something freaky. Right. Yeah. It, like, it probably is worth it to have every other, like, League of Legends personality plus champions or whatever and just refund, like, oh, Freak did something bad. We're going to refund all the Freak announcer packs and remove it from
3: Yeah, the game. and, like, they could also very easily, if they don't want to do a refund, instead just be like, hey, we're getting rid of the Freak announcer pack. We've given you a store credit for any one announcer pack, right? We're yeah, keeping I- your money.
2: I, I just think that, like, as a business, I think it's smarter in this landscape to try to stay away from things like that the more and more you can. Like, whereas that's something yeah, that, I guess, that yeah. at least got brought up, like, years ago. I very much was for, oh, yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. something that's, like, come to, like, in the in the past couple of years, at least, has, like, come to my, like, forefront in my
0: thoughts. So. Yeah, that's fair.
3: <laughs> I can see that, but I, I feel like the level of association of, like, x person to your brand doesn't really change much if you add an announcer pack like with or without a freak announcer pack like if freak does something freaky like that's gonna tie to league of legends in a somewhat significant way and like depending on how involved the person is right like if a current pro player did something or like a former pro player like sure all those things point a little bit at league of legends but I don't feel like it it significantly changes that equation if it's like, oh, this person has their own announcer pack, right? Like, if, if I found out that, like, the voice actor for Darius, you know, did something, I wouldn't be like, oh, man, League of Legends, such a bad company, hired that guy. It's like...
2: Okay. That I also think it's just associated, though, if it's like a character is, is my main thing, right? Like, versus, like, a person. Um, also, I, I would love to name the episode Freak Does Something Freaky, but I'm not going to do that <laughs> No, right I don't person. think that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> so we're going to stay away from that one. Uh, next one was about Smurfs. It was pretty well, like, someone complaining about, like, there's Smurfs in my game. Uh, and they pretty well said, "Hey, we're okay with Smurfs. Uh, we we think it's okay that if you want to make a second account, uh, you're more than welcome to." Uh, that being said, that we need to work on things like the initial placement of Smurfs, like where they get placed based on like their their level of play, um, Smurf detection. So like maybe we need to re-add a Smurf queue so we place them against uh, similar people of similar skill level. Um, we need to work on things of like how long does it take someone to get their true rank? Right, it's one thing that if a Smurf like smashes through 20 games to get to diamond or whatever versus a smurf who has to just shit on people for a hundred games to get to diamond, right? Those are all different things that will change the perception of how this is, uh, is dealt with. That being said, we're cool with smurfs. Uh, so I think that's nice to hear.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. I think like, there's nothing, I don't know, absolutely horrible with smurfing as long as the smurfs get to where they should be like relatively quickly.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, just I guess kind of related to that I was gonna just like grab our Vi Weekly from down there, like our second one, because um, I think it's kind of ties in, uh, related to it is uh, Riot's considering bringing back duo queue to master, um, please, which I think is interesting. Um, they did specifically say master, so to me that reads as not in Grandmaster Challenger, which I think just creates the same issue yep. again. Um, but I guess for like, it adds another four thousand people or whatever per server that can duo queue. Um, which I guess is an improvement, but still it's a weird change. Uh, I would still yeah. love it though.
3: Um, I mean, yeah, like, as as people who are actually affected by this, we would all want to see this change. I see no reason why, like, if you're going to do Master, might as well do GM. I, I can still see a little bit of the argument of, like, why you don't want that in Challenger. I think it's not really a huge deal. My other yeah. issue with it is that it is another situation where you get a disconnect between MMR and actual rank. Um, so like I played last week against Cutie Pie, who was duoing, uh like with his support. So it's like former pro player and whoever his support, I, I have no idea who it was, but right. Like it, theoretically, let's say it's like him, to him and another former pro can duo together because they're both diamond one playing in this like 200 point lobby. Like, why, why is that allowed?
2: Yeah, for sure. There's, there's an issue with it. With it. Uh, that being said, I, I think my immediate perspective is, hey, I would probably be pulling ranked right now if I could play with people. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Um, next part of their AMA was about the partner program. Uh, a big content creator said, hey, when can I apply for your partner program? Um, uh, we've we've gone through this a couple of times. Uh, last yeah. time we went to their partner program page, uh, we did this in 2013. It said, hey... Applications will open in 2021. Um they've since updated that now to saying applications will open in 2024. So that's a that's a that's <laughs> positive. Um mm-hmm. so that's cool. Um so hopefully they open that again. Cause I think the partner program is a good idea. I just think it's like pretty poorly handled right now. Yeah. Um next is about League of Legends two. Uh they said, Hey, when are we getting League of Legends 2? It's a long answer and they pretty said, hey, like honestly if we consider like big updates to the game we i would say we're on league of legends like four um that being said if we ever were if it ever made more sense for us to create a new title rather than continuous up- updating the game uh we would do that um so this kind of kills my idea of them announcing league of legends 2 and like for the 15th anniversary that being said i'm still gonna assume they're gonna announce league of legends 2 for the 15th anniversary so yeah this was
3: just a psycho yeah um but
2: it's cool and then last but not least that I pulled from there, there's lots of answers. Go for, feel free to check out the Reddit thread. Um, a lot of them are kind of boring though, in my opinion. Um, is uh, there was a lot of questions about custom skins uh, and the Vanguard system kind of killing custom skins skins in that community. And it seems like there's been reports that a lot of those just got deleted from like moderators on the cool. subreddit. So. Interesting. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I personally am not like someone who uses like custom skin mods. I've used them once uh, or twice, maybe, um, and I like them, but also it's not really something I'm into. That being said, it probably sucks if you're like a content creator and it kind of kills your whole thing. Fucking uh, skin spotlights is getting fucked off this, and it's crazy. Yeah. This is like the fifth time that we've seen someone who like does a. I'm gonna say a service. They're making a living off it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. They're they're benefiting from it, but does something that the the general. League of Legends community benefits from. For example, Skin Spotlights makes a video for every skin that comes out to League of Legends, showcases it off, shows showcases all their abilities um, on his YouTube channel, right? Um, I would say a large percentage of people Google... Uh, skins when before they buy them and they are removing his ability to do that right because he uses a modded version of league of legends client to like uh go into it like view stuff yada 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 um so you just can't you can't do it anymore after this after vanguard goes live and it's crazy to me that people like this aren't just hired by riot in some capacity yep right Mm -hmm. like actually insane it was same thing with uh white from a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago where maybe his was a little bit like less cut and dry but he's someone who constantly finds like security issues in the league of legends like client right like he was building his own league of legends client showing like the type of data that you can get from the league client because it's like just not secure showing like exploits yada 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 never showing how to do them just like someone who like had an interest in this wanted the client to be better and they fucking sent him a cease and desist and permabanned him like from ever playing the game Uh, i think they've rescinded the permabanned but like he's still can't create content of that it's like fuck this is someone who like would be great for your team like yeah i I don't know it's just like we see this constantly where like there's people doing good shit and they just don't get into the right position it's insane that riot doesn't fucking showcase their own skins like in some sort of video form
0: (laughs) yeah it it is it's it is i feel like it's something that's so small too like what why do you have to go to a third party that is now being like removed to see what product you're purchasing
1: yeah.
2: Pay the guy a fucking like, like 60 70 grand 80 grand a year salary let him work from home and fucking do the exact same thing for but for the league of legends skin channel right the, the <laughs> wild
3: thing is like they don't even have to have to like actually pay him much of anything right like they could just say it's like hey we're going to officially allow you to do this and like we know you're making money on this channel anyway like yeah right yeah they like, didn't
2: have to change anything yeah. it, it
3: wouldn't make good optics but they could be like we're gonna give you one dollar per video and now you're an official contractor for the company, and like nobody else is allowed to do this, but you are.
2: Yeah, it's just crazy. It's, or like we'll give you
3: a version that lets you. Maybe
2: mm-hmm. they're finally talking, but it very much seemed like he was being ignored by Riot. And uh not that I like fully like care about like how he, act- like it's not gonna, I'm not gonna lose sleep over this guy, like not being able to do this anymore. But it's just insane to me that a business wouldn't snatch someone like that up who's like doing how many fucking views do you think Skin Spotlights has, Nick? Hold on, we're fucking like over. total?
0: Yeah. Um, I'd say actually, probably like he has a lot. Let's put it that way. I'll I'll just pull it up. Uh, I'd say like you, sixty million.
2: How do you? Can you not check anymore? But you can't check anymore. I have no idea. Oh, you can. Yeah, he has uh two billion views. Holy! I was gonna say.
3: I was gonna say fuck. 1
2: yeah, like his most view video is like Elementalist Lux. It shows off all ten forms. It's a twenty-two <laughs> minute video, Christ. and it has five point two million views. It's like why doesn't Riot have a video of Elementalist Lux showing, out all of her, showing off all of her forms? <laughs> Dude, that's so Because,
0: like, the opposite side of this is like, okay, so let's say Riot just doesn't do this, right? Yeah. Doesn't that just cut into their their skin sales? I mean, sure, almost certainly. Like, so why, why would you not want to put out this content that is, like, let's be honest, pretty fucking low effort for what it is. Yeah. Because, like, it doesn't have to be higher for content and people want to see it so they can spend money.
2: It, it, yeah. he's someone I follow on uh, on Twitter. It's, it's so funny. Like, it, it, I, low effort content like sounds like a mean way of putting it, but like it sounds like the hardest part of his job is the fact that he has to log on to PBE the day that like the new patch goes live, and it's fucking miserable and the servers, like garbage, and he has yeah. to do it all manually himself because he has no like special client. <laughs> like, oh, it's fucking huh. funny. Yeah, that's and, hilarious. And, like, there's
3: there's a world in, in which in practice tool you can just select any skin to see yep. what it looks like in-game. But that world is not the world we live in.
2: Anyways, <laughs> enough bitching about Riot. Uh, that was their AMA. Lots of cool insights there. Um, cool. Let, wanna, let's do a couple of bi-weekly things, then we'll go into yeah. emails and stuff, and we'll call it. Sounds good. Um, so we had a Patreon topic, like, uh suggested by Shark on our uh, Patreon channel in our Discord. If you want to suggest a topic, you have to be a $1 patron, then you go to our Discord Patreon channel, and we have a thread there. The topic was, many people say getting carried is a skill. How does one get good at getting carried?
0: I think the single best thing you can do to um, get better at getting carried is to just identify what would lose you the game if it happened, right? Like, I'm imagining a scenario where the game is sucking balls for you. Like, it is It is the most miserable game you've ever played, but everyone else on your team or, or like you have a decent chance of winning because someone else on your team is fed, right? Just identify the fact that if you show up for team fights and don't split push four V five, ask for the game to be over spam FF, like that sort of thing, like just identifying that and like changing your behavior based on that is, is the the best way to, to do that. Don't throw the game and you'll have a higher chance of winning. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. know, um, yeah, I think you alluded to it, um, you know, in, in kind of the opposite route where I would say like win con assessment is very big, right? Which is the, the opposite end of like what would lose the game is how can we win this game? Um, and, and a lot of times if we're having the conversation of how to get carried, it is, you know, the, the win con is somebody else, anybody else. It's not about me this game. I'm not the main character and you know depending on what role you are that might be a, a bigger more difficult pill to swallow right if you're the ad carry having to acknowledge like yeah i'm the ad carry but i'm not the carry this game i'm just here um and mm-hmm. i'm gonna do 10 percent of the tank's health and that's all i'm gonna do is just sit there and hit the tank and not do very much damage because that's that's the way we win this game um you know i had uh, a game i was hanging out with aiden while playing some solo queue and like i i was i was memeing about it because like i was very much getting carried by our top laner but i I was like giving myself some credits i'm like okay well a a lot of people lose this game because i was playing recon, and like bot lane didn't go particularly well we weren't like crazy losing um but it was at a point where it's like if I had kept trying to engage, we would have gone from, like, a 0-3 bot lane to the 0-13 bot lane. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I just need to do nothing. Like, I just need to do nothing, be at fights. never, ever engage, and just let our Fiora split push. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, because the only thing that I can do to, to, like, win us the game is not force bad plays and... And so many Rakan's, I feel like, in that situation would be like, cool, I'm going to go for, like, the R, Flash, W, and get a team fight, and then we're going to lose that team fight and go, like, one kill for four, and now our split pusher just gets collapsed on, or they get the next dragon or Baron or whatever. Um, yeah, because that's
0: that's what Rakan does. That's what his character does, you know?
3: Yeah, right, and and that's, you know, it, it's, it's hard to do sometimes, right, identifying, mm-hmm. like, that you need to play very differently or very opposite- of what your role should be, right? Where it's like maybe you're playing Caitlyn and typically you want to be doing a lot of damage, but maybe you're just on wave clear duty, right? Like you're super behind, you're not going to deal damage in teamfights. If you try and fight and die, they get to kill the tower. But if you're alive just hitting the minions, they don't get that tower and like other good stuff can happen.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I completely agree. Um, only, like, I, I agree with you, like, it's 90%. Uh, only counterpoint is that I also do think there are times in which. Uh, people play too scared when they're behind, uh, that I think is worth bringing up. Um, one benefit of League of Legends is it is a game with like snowballing. So if you are super far behind, you're worth less gold. Um, so there are times in which you are behind that you want to push advantages or push, I guess, disadvantages um, because you have this like weird um, unequal value of like you can do X, but you're only worth Y. Um, that I think is, like, not really something that's taken advantage of, like, very well. It's very hard to understand what you can do and what you can get away with. Definitely Mm -hmm. easier to, like, uh, stay on this side of, like, hey, I should just not throw the game. I should do whatever it takes not to lose the game. Uh, Mm -hmm. That being said, there are times in which you just being this dead weight is not going to win you the game. Um, And that's important to, like, know. I
3: I think the best example of that really is, like, to look at inting Scion, right, or, like, proxy singed. Right. That's where like, I get it
2: from, by the way. In his in his video that he did that like thirty minute video like a year ago, he pretty well talked about like the fact that like, hey, I can do these things because I'm not worth anything.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Like you change that that value proposition, and and that's something that I think, uh, particularly like the way I play eighty carry ends up being a lot like that because like, I die so much on eighty carry, like in mm-hmm. unreasonable amount but i'm 12 death average Senna. yeah but like i'm either getting something of like equal or greater value or like become worthless where it's like yeah cool you're gonna kill me on mf again you're gonna get 90 gold and like i just got half of your tower right like there's
2: it's just being smart about that right that's mm -hmm. like the hard part i guess
3: yeah to also jump back to nick like keeping a good mental is also huge right like not when you if you're if you take an early fight bot lane and like they go 2-0 not just saying like gg go next and like giving up there right like that's also part of getting carried is hey even when things are bad like you can still play the game yeah that's and certain. that's
0: not to say like every single game like is winnable right some of them some of them you're gonna have to surrender and that's okay um I, I don't know it's not I, it, it's not like if you're behind 5000 gold at 10 minutes the game is over also
2: yeah yeah you just got to be smart about it um really good question I appreciate it as a discussion mm-hmm. topic I think it's something that people need to get better at at least understanding at the very least <laughs> yeah um, it's great um next thing I wanted to talk about here I had it listed is um oh the removal of items uh, tracks Item stat tracking. Yeah, uh, I know Colton has like lots of opinions on this one. I hate so it. This, yeah, it's, this is it's dumb. Uh,
3: just, it's bad.
2: Just for context, this is like the removal of like your blade of the Ring king, seeing how much damage it did as like an item, like stuff like that. They removed a lot of those in this uh, season, it seems.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like they removed them for the older items and added them for the newer ones.
2: And just to give context, the riot statement on it was that they wanted to remove people relying on these stats to make judgment calls right like it's something that it's weird like i understand the perspective is uh, the game is way too information driven which maybe isn't a bad thing but it people make decisions that are hyper optimal all the time right and the Mm -hmm. idea here is that if you remove information people will have to use more gut feel which maybe will make games less like static make decisions more ambiguous um which I, I think at its core is like fine. I think we all would love to go back to a point where like yes, decisions please. were more like by how you feel about the game and your knowledge and stuff like that rather than look at what the stats is the best. That being said, I don't think you can retroactively make these changes. And then mm-hmm. two, um, they went way too fucking far. And they know they went too far. They they pretty well said, like, hey, we're gonna roll back a bunch of these because we took way too much away. Uh so I don't know, like do do we think there's a middle ground? Do we think they should have stats for everything? Like what do we think about this? Like
0: I almost feel like they should just remove stats for if they, if that's their goal just remove stats from items entirely. Like in maybe okay so maybe in that scenario you can keep track of these things but only display that at the end of the game. Post game um, would be interesting, yeah. So yeah. that way if you're if you're interested in in knowing that you can you know do your research and figure out like use your critical thinking skills to figure out what item or whatever is best. But in the heat of the moment, you still have to rely on the, like the knowledge that you have.
3: Yeah. My biggest issue with this like whole conversation is that it's not a question of should this information be available? It's always just the question of how easy do we want to make it on players, right? Like Mm -hmm. going from the start of the game to now, Right, where it's like we've added a practice tool to make it more convenient. But that's not to say that, like, season one, I couldn't go into a game, like, build certain items in a custom game, and hit Warwick Bot and write it down on a notepad and then calculate it back. Right, I shouldn't have to do that, I don't think. I think that that's unnecessarily obstructive and makes it more difficult and a pain in the ass for players who are trying to have fun with the game while also being competitive, right? If, if you take out all of these stats, what happens? People like Freak go into the practice tool and say, if I have Infinity Edge, LDR, and Static Shiv, and I attack the dummy 10 times, and it has 100 armor, it does this much damage. If it has 150 armor, it does this much damage. If I swap Static Shiv for Razor, it does this much damage. And and now I can go out and try and find that spreadsheet to research what's the best thing. Like, yeah. that's not more fun it's just more work on both ends for like, they're just making it harder to access this information that's there. I would much rather have them just have all of that easily accessible in the game. And like, if you don't want people using it, like it's kind of too late, like, sorry, that's not how people play the game anymore. And also I think it's an issue of like, then probably the items aren't, particularly well-balanced, mm-hmm. right? Because if 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 the if, if seeing the numbers is going to make it a very one-sided decision, that means that there's not a good choice. There's yeah, no choice fair. available <laughs> to the player, right? If I just know that I'm going to do 19% more damage by going like Bork Yomu's know, instead of IE Renan's, mm-hmm. like, okay, then, then my itemization options are just bad. It, it should be a, a, at a point where... Like, I have to pick between two items that are going to be pretty comparable.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: And then yeah. if I looked at the numbers, I wouldn't get, like, a crazy difference.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, like, the idea of it either being every item should have it or, like, I, I, I honestly don't mind the idea of, like, in post-game you can see it. Like, that also, I think, makes sense. Like, you use your brain during the game and then after you can, like, ana- uh use your analysis skills. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Either way, it's, it's a weird change they made that, like, some of them haven't, some of them don't. Like, that's probably the worst scenario.
0: <laughs> yeah, if that is. Especially when an item already had it. Yeah. Like, that seems weird.
2: Cool. Uh, and last thing I wanted to bring up, it's just a short little discussion that I was, like, thinking about while watching, like, LS's uh, uh video about items and stuff. Which I'd recommend to anyone. He's, like, very smart about the game and how he thinks about stuff. Um, is with the removal of legendaries, uh, we have the removal of um or sorry with the removal of mythics we have the the removal of legendary bonuses right so like before you'd complete a mythic item and it would give you a bonus to your whenever you completed a legendary item it'd give you a bonus to your mythic like stat or whatever right um now that's gone we are back to the point that maybe some newer players don't even remember um where you can build components and they're good to sit on right because you're you're not hemorrhaging your your mythic stats right Mm -hmm. so uh, I think there's two obvious ones that are like uh currently in the game. Where Bombies? Bombies is so fucking good to sit on this like season, dude. Like upgrading it to Sunfire and upgrading it to Hollow radiance really aren't that good. Like especially, especially the Sunfire one. The Sunfire one is like like you're trading 900 gold to upgrade Bombies to sorry, not 900. It's 800 for the chain vest and 900 for the upgrade cost for like 150 health and um Like 30 armor 20 armor 10 armor Some low amount I think it might be 10 armor um, Is like the the What you're getting out of it For that combined cost That 900 gold combined cost Hmm. Whereas if you just sit on bombies And then start building In your armor item That's just probably going to benefit you more in the long run because you're building bombies for the wave clear or you're building sunfire or hollow radiance for the wave clear so sitting on bombies is now a more viable thing because you're not hemorrhaging yourself by not having a legendary item completed uh the same thing goes for verdant barrier which i think is probably maybe even more obvious than uh the other one uh previous seasons we'd see stuff like uh, this with um what's the magic not the magic is the healing reduction mage item um that builds into morello
0: oh uh oblivion orb oblivion orb. oblivion yeah. orb is
2: another item that like before you'd sit on it um was really really bad to upgrade based on like the cost and what you get out of it um obviously still the same now and especially now that it doesn't give you a mythic uh passive bonus or whatever um but i think verdon barrier is the same thing verdon barrier is the component that builds into banshee's veil um banshee's veil got a huge buff this patch but guess what they, the reason you build Banshee's Veil is because it has a fucking spell shield passive, right? Mm-hmm. And Verdant Barrier has a spell shield passive and is like 1200 gold cheaper or some shit. Um, the spell shield passive is 60 seconds rather than 30 seconds, but like, it's 30 slash 60 seconds of not in combat, so you can't get hit or else it resets that cooldown. Like, you're never proccing Banshee's Veil vale twice in a fight anyways because of that passive. So, like, what's the point of upgrading your Verdant Barrier to Banshees other than you being on six items, right? Like, mm-hmm. there, there isn't, right? Like, you that, that 600, uh, 1500 gold, 1200 gold, whatever the upgrade cost is, is better spent working towards your next mage item, right? That actually has yeah. a, a useful effect. Um, and I just think this is something that I've seen no one really do so far, like, Mostly probably because we're still in the headspace of, like, you need to finish your items because when you finish items, you get a bonus. But, like, dude, honestly, we're back in the season where I, I'm not playing ranked right now, so maybe I can't speak and I haven't felt the actual game. But, like, I can see matchups where I can, once again, sit on tabbies, bommies, and bramble vest and not feel like I'm just shooting myself in the foot by not having hmm. a mythic plus passives, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, I- <sighs> it's It's weird because like I, I definitely agree with the general premise. I think a lot of these components are super strong on their own. Um, you know, they get better with the upgrade and trying to value that difference, right Where it's like if you upgrade to full sunfire, the actual burn damage goes up right? the health ratio and then you get like the the bonus stacking that like ramps up. Mm-hmm. But it's not like crazy better. Um, and it, and it is, like, a, a weird calculation to do, and, you know, t- to your point, you're not getting the extra, like, 300 gold, 400 gold of stats from a Mythic passive anymore. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I, I don't know what the actual gold value yeah. of those was. It depends Mythic to Mythic. Um, you know... I think it, it adds another layer where people really need to think more about itemization and, and a lot of players that I don't feel like do um. you know, like going from Bommie cinder, thousand gold spending 1700 to get to a full sunfire. Like, can I use that 1700 gold better elsewhere? Yeah. Right. And, and especially it's like, it means I can have a completed item and Bommie's, at 4,000 gold, or I can have, you know, Sunfire plus another, like, Giant's belt. Yeah. Right. And I think the other full item, I don't know, let's say, like, Randuins, like, Randuins plus Bombies is a lot better than, like, Sunfire plus Giant's belt in a lot mm-hmm. of cases.
0: Yeah.
2: For sure. It's just, like, understanding what your items do and, like, what you're actually spending your gold on is, like, a valuable skill that I. I'm not going to say it wasn't in the game last season with, like, the Mythics, um, but it was less in the game than it is, than it is again. Um, and that's going to be a skill that is going to be really hard for some people to overcome, and I think it's at least worth it mentioning yeah. that it's back in the game. <laughs>
3: it's also really, really nice being able to build those components. Like, I, on that Rakan game I was talking about, I was against uh, Lux Soraka was the lane my first item after i finished boots and my support item was a a verdant barrier right because it's like i just i need to be able to engage through luck snare um right and it's like i can spend 1400 gold on that and then i can or at 1800 gold i think is what it actually costs now yeah Um, yeah (laughs) and then like move into other stuff
2: yeah, it's a cool... Uh, once again, I, I just think I haven't seen it discussed really yet, um, so I think it's something that's worth bringing up, and hopefully we'll see cool itemization because of it. I hope so. Great. Um, Want to move into Roundtable, then we'll do emails and call it? Let's do it. Um, so last week's Roundtable question was, make one systematic change to break the game. Uh, Nick, for example, mine, uh, if you didn't listen to the episode, was uh, death timers are static. I don't really care what they're static at, but they're just static. <laughs> <laughs> um do you have any uh systematic changes that you'd add to the game before we read some from our listeners Dang. or maybe i can read them and then yeah them read, read
3: them first and then let me come and, back. Yeah. Again, this is to break the game not to make it better
2: yeah. yeah yeah this is like something actually to break the game so we got a cool a couple cool ones from our listeners the first one is uh from J, uh, jc ruler says all spells can crit i fucking love this change. <laughs> <laughs> like what a simple change but it, it's really really great um uh another great one that i had uh Set out was sorry, what was it? It was on the second page, actually. Um, oh, it was fucking from uh, Cy- no, no, I'm trying to find it. It's one where like every third turret shot. Oh, sorry, it is. It's from 10 Tickles. Every third tower shot from the uh, on a champion stuns them. Like, I don't know if it has to be every third, oh. but I like the idea of like towers having like some other like mechanic to them. Like, imagine towers micro stunning you. Like, hmm. what if it was like all like all the time? Like, dude, that would, that would if, change the game shots? so much.
3: Tower shots freeze
2: your cooldowns by half a second. Dude, that'd be so gross. (laughs) Just, like, fuck
3: over characters you just, like, get to tank it because of abilities. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And then another great one that I saw was from uh, Freedly Dan. Instead of receiving 300 gold from uh, kills, you you take 300 gold from the player that you killed. And they can go into debt if they have no gold.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love the idea of stealing gold. Like... It's oh. so sick
3: yeah until you're an 80 carry who's like 0 11 and you just get one shotted by abilities in your fountain huh. could but
2: they then ever you make kill someone you still
0: three thousand.
2: could they make an assassin that does that we're like they're killing with their ultimate say you're like zed 2 uh we call him bed um mm-hmm. and his ultimate when you kill someone um he just takes their gold instead of getting killed gold like, he's, like, a thief character. Would that work? Or is that, like...
0: Does it... Okay, so does he steal three 300? Uh, or would it be, like, 150, so it's a swing of 300?
2: Uh, I think he would take 300. I, and I if, think they're, they if they're could. on a 1,000 gold like bounty, the if they had a 1,000 so gold deep. bounty, he takes 1,000.
0: Oh, the character's so <laughs> nasty, right?
2: It, it, it depends so on if he's good, right? He has to actually get kills.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I think they could do it, but I think a lot of players would complain... Obviously, I, mean, um, I think
2: most people don't know that, like, in season one, old, not fuck, not Wit's End. Was it Wit's End? It was Wit's End, wasn't it? Um, Was a mana reeve item. Like, it, it, when you hit people, you stole 42 yeah. mana per hit from them. Hmm. Like, I feel uh, like most people don't know that. And they, the reason they took it out was because, hey, it feels fucking bad to have someone hit yeah. you. She'll stake f- your shit.
0: Yeah, for sure. I like it. I, I like that character. It's um, cool.
3: Yeah, I, I think it would have to be, like, on ultimate and be a It'd be they, cool they certainly could do it yeah like if, if they could make a zed two, where it's like if you kill with like the shadow explosion like you still get your your full kill gold but like yeah they lose 300 or they lose like 150 or something i could see a world where they change pike alt to be like instead of him getting the full kill gold and giving somebody a cut it's like you know you steal a hundred gold from the enemy and give it to your ally.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Uh Nick, do you have a, a systematic change or nothing?
0: It's so tough. I'm gonna say um I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just make a change that if you go into stasis, your cooldowns don't don't move. I like it. <laughs> your cooldowns I like it. <laughs> freeze. I know it's it's simple, but it's one of no, the, it's my great. pet peeves.
2: Um, cool this one uh, is actually a suggestion from Chunky Monkey for this week's roundtable question they say uh, we're all a little toxic tell us particularly funny time where you were reported or received a warning for something you said in league
0: I received a warning um, for telling someone to to lick my tiny cock (laughs) that's Um, great which I don't necessarily I don't know obviously it's some naughty words but I don't feel like it's necessarily too toxic you know
3: yeah I'm uh, ins- I'm
0: insulting myself as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's a little self def- deprecation yeah um, I don't think I've ever gotten a warning about my like text chat. I've definitely said some toxic stuff. um i I enjoy coming up with like trying to come up with like a weird way to flame somebody rather than just like you suck, you know yeah, um, like I know one that I had sent to I think both of you. At one point, it was like on a scale of one to ten, how many generations of your family have had mothers that were also their sisters? <laughs> right, where it's just like, <laughs> I just want to make some convoluted ass insult to flame my teammates <laughs> or the enemy.
0: That's so funny.
2: Um, I don't. I, I've only gotten like chat restricted once, or chat like banned or chat restricted once, and uh, I got really mad at my Midland casting because I was like, me and my duo were like twenty oh bottom lane, um and he pinged that their mid, our mid was coming, his their mid was roaming and we died to their mid and then he flamed us and we were like twenty mm. oh or something and I said some mean words. Um it wasn't like anything like super bad, it's just like your dog shit, uh please don't fucking type like <laughs> probably called a couple different animals. Um, you know, like fun stuff. And yeah, I, I feel got like fucking- the three of us
0: aren't toxic or creative enough to, to come up with anything like super yeah. fun by ourselves.
2: I mean, now I just call people dorks. Like, uh, yeah. And that pisses people off. So, like, if <laughs> someone's being mean. I go, shut up, dork. And then they, like, <laughs> say something else. And I say, shut up, dork. And then they say something else. And they're just typing. They're still, like, typing. I go, shut up, dork. And then they type something else. And, you know, I say, shut up, dork. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, it makes them so mad. <laughs> That's so funny. You're so good. <laughs> uh, so, if you want to tell us a time that you were a little bit toxic uh, in a funny way, uh, you can let us know on our Discord.
0: We're moving into a section that I feel like I haven't done in probably two calendar months. Um you've been avoiding the show, man. Mail yeah. fight. Uh this email is from Bot Gritty, and he says, They say, Now that I got at least Aiden's attention, I was hoping to ask a question about the support I mean, the,
2: meta. The title of the email is something like Tom Kench is the best character in the game. Just for Oh,
0: I see. That. Okay. I think sure Holton and I also agree, by the way. Um I recently got back into the game after a year break, and I'm wondering where all the melee supports went. I used to hate playing Leona, but now I'd kill to see one in the bot lane after getting a Lux Zerath or Soraka on the enemy team every game. At least with Leona, we get to fight pretty consistently, and it's pretty exciting to try and outplay. Soraka is my permaban not even because of how good she is, but of how boring the game and laning phase is when she is in it. I also wanted to ask about Nico support. It became my best and most played character slash role back in 2021, and I think it's even better now after the stealth rework, though it sucks she gets banned uh, sometimes now. I know there's some people that have taken it to high elo, so I'm assuming it's not just a silver stomper. I like that you get good poke and you get hard engage. Feels like you kind of get a lot of options, not to mention little tricks like using her clone to block hooks or activate Caitlyn traps, as well as how good her ganks are. Do you guys think it's underrated or am I... Just overrating it because it's one of my mains. Bot Grady. Um, um, yeah, it's
2: good. Colton, we had a section on the show a couple, like maybe like a month or two ago where he talked about like how good Nico is and all the things he could do. Um, that being said, I would highly recommend you watch dog lightning on Twitch. He is a high grandmaster, low challenger Nico support mate. Um, he's very fucking good at the character. Uh, and she's really, really good. We also have someone on our Discord who's like a Nico one trick, and they play mm-hmm. her mid though. But like, they messaged me after the Nico episode. And they asked me like if I wanted any other tips about her. Um, but I nice. honestly I forget your name, and I'm so sorry. But if you post in our Discord, I'm sure like you guys can connect as well uh, for some Nico tips. Yeah, props. I think Nico's
3: Sweet. super good. I think Nico support is super good. There's she has a whole lot of options um, that I think a lot of characters don't have access to, where she can do some really cool stuff. Um, to the other point of the question like where have the melee supports gone they definitely still exist and are are still viable I think the biggest issue with them is that there's a little bit of a higher burden of execution and a higher risk in playing those characters where like you're probably not gonna go 12-0 with like a Janna lane whereas you might with I don't know like Nautilus, let's say, yeah. but you're also never going to go like zero twelve on it, right? Where the, it was like, also it's... way
2: worse, like what, like a like almost a year ago. Whereas like almost all like range yeah. supports, with the exception mm-hmm. of Rakan, Rakan's probably still like top three support in the game. Is that fair? Mm-hmm.
3: I would, yeah, yeah. I think Rakan's still super good right now. I think melee supports have made a little bit of a comeback with the new support items, and I also think that'll be better now that they're nerfing double support items um you know they've got i think really nice options to make them survivable with like the crown one or the sled um i think they're definitely playable there's just always like the issue where i think also enchanters are super super good right now and like if you don't get a lead against an enchanter you probably just lose um yes yeah. it's, it's really difficult to like try and push a lead if you're playing like Braum into Melio.
0: I also think it's been one of those things where bot lane has been the priority um, for junglers and mid laners to gank for such a long time that it is easier for you to play weak side with a scaling low econ Lulu than it is to play with like a Leona who feels like they have to make something happen you know, every couple minutes in in lane, or um, you know, the first couple levels or whatever, where the, like the opposite is, you, you know, you can just sit as Lulu and wait for your eighty carry to scale, um, and in doing so, you scale like harder as well. Yeah. So I think like that being the case for such a long time is sort of like I don't know, make it made it a little bit harder to want to play some uh, melee engage supports um, for a long time.
2: Makes sense. Cool.
3: Awesome. Thanks for the email, Gritty. Next one is from C loaded. Hi guys, I'm a newer listener, and I'm not sure if you guys have discussed this topic before, but I want your opinion. Are permabands really necessary? I know that permabans affect a very small portion of the community, but I feel like they should be handed out even less than they are now. In my opinion, they should be reserved for extreme cases such as hate speech, death threat, telling someone to kill themselves, cheating, etc but for anything else than that something like a 365 day ban would be more appropriate because people do reform or mature over time in many cases as you as you might have already guessed in 2019 my account <laughs> that i had since that i had since i started playing league at 14 years old was permabanned for repeated toxicity i definitely deserved it at the time i was super toxic and given plenty of smaller bans as warnings before I finally ended up getting permit. however, now almost 5 years later, I've obviously matured a lot and have much better mental health, I've I have never received any type of restriction or chat ban on my current account that I've been playing after that ban, I would love to be able to play on my old account again for nostalgia's sake, it was the first account I ever hit diamond on and I had a bunch of old skins, etc. Not trying to sound selfish here But I feel like other players like myself Should be given a second chance After such a long period of time People change once they grow up Uh, And I think a 365 day ban Would serve a similar purpose What are your thoughts? Thanks for taking time to answer C-Loaded
2: It's
0: so funny Because only hearing the first part I was going to say This reads like someone who's gotten their account I
2: have a real answer here um so they did this already. Uh probably maybe when did he say he played? Like the years? Um uh like,
0: 2019 is when he um got banned. Gone. Okay,
2: so before his time, yeah. So like this is back in like the Riot Light days. Um Riot Light was someone who was a player either he's was, he's was a little bit crazy. Um but he tried to do a lot of stuff with like player behaviors and stuff like that. Um so they did a program back in I want to say I'm going to guess 2013. Uh, who knows, But sometime in and around there between, let's say, 2012-2015, uh, where they uh, let any player who was permanently banned apply for an unbanned. Um, and a lot of people applied. They didn't give them to everyone. They obviously didn't give them people who, like, did death threats and shit like that. Um But they gave them out, like, pretty handily. And, like, 95% of people who got unbanned uh, got punished and re-banned uh, because people... Still had outbursts. People still couldn't control themselves. It was a very unsuccessful program. Uh, so they immediately retired it, and they have not done it again since. Uh, I've got,
3: I've got an idea.
2: Obviously, that could change. Just to like let you know, maybe, maybe things did change. Maybe the sample size of people who did it was wrong. Maybe like whatever. But that being said, as much as I do agree with you, that I think people do change. I think I've matured a ton since like years ago. Um, not that I got banned back then. Um, but the reality is, is. Oh, at a grand like stand of like a ton of people who do get accounts banned, most of them probably won't reform to the point where they would like them back in the game.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with that point. I think also, typically, you're given plenty of warning, and you do deserve it if like
2: this happens um you get like a, you get like a warning then chat band and then another chat ban, then like a three day then the seven day then a 14 day and then you get <laughs> yeah right and like
3: this is the only one that people respond to right because the, yeah the 30 day ban or the 60 day ban or the chat restriction it's never enough to actually mm-hmm. change their behavior um you know i i think it's interesting and, and makes sense that a lot of those people who like applied for that ended up going back to being toxic I think one interesting like experiment they could do or like different way they could run that program, which I think like lines up with this guy's story at least um, would be if you want to apply to get like your permanently banned account back, you have to show them the account you're currently playing on and you have to have like three years of, of like not receiving a punishment right like i've been playing the game for three years on this account i I, like you can sure have some reports but like if you received like a chat restriction that was warranted or like a you know one week ban or something like you're not eligible and that when you get the new account back those are linked and if you get a punishment on either account
2: they're just both gone i like the idea i like like that Also, if you're uh, if you have been toxic on that account ever, it you, both your accounts stay perma Like your new account mm. like, old account gets perma Yeah, <laughs> really.
3: you you apply for it and they say, yeah, actually, this account's gone too <laughs> now. Right, well, so well, I, I I do think that would be honestly like not an unfair way to do that. Right, it's like yeah, you have shown that you abuse the system, and if you really want this thing back, like go ahead, change your behavior. And if, if it's like prove it, yeah, yeah, prove it. Right, get like get honor five for several years in a row, don't have any punishments. Like, it's it's not that hard to not get chat restrictions and bans.
2: I would argue it's very easy. <laughs> I, it, I play with all people who, who find creative ways yeah. to tell people to kill themselves.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the other <laughs> that, thing. It's like, you can be toxic as fuck and never get
0: punished. Yeah. That, or you can just that being, chat. That being said, I mean, Colton's idea is, is great. So if that's the case, reach out to Riot and, I, I don't know, see if... There is a, yeah. a a chance for you to plead your case, right? Like, hey, I got permabanned, uh, you know, years ago. I made another account, which I mean, <laughs> I'll you may also lose if if you tell it's them. It's so that. funny though; it's such a <laughs> <laughs> But if you're like, hey, like I've you know been a good boy for this amount of time, no punishments, whatever, can I have my other account back? I don't know.
2: Can I have the Nintendo back, please? I, I, I but then they bridge. say,
0: absolutely not. Thanks for telling us. Your account's also getting banned.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, I think that would be a very low chance of them, like, taking your current account. But probably, like, a similarly low chance they give it back. But, I mean, it probably doesn't hurt to ask, right? Like, you, you can appeal it first. And then maybe if they're, like, on the fence or say no, you could be like, like, to show that I'm reformed. I've been playing for five years on another account and I've never gotten banned or a chat restriction. Now, if, if that's not the case and you've gotten chat restrictions on a new account or banned, uh, which you say you don't in your email, um, then I definitely wouldn't try that tactic. But, you know, I, I can see that appeal working for like somebody saying like, hey, I am reformed. Like you can see that I've been a good boy for five years on this account.
0: Yeah. how funny would it be to be like to showcase how much of a not toxic player I am I won't tell you to, <laughs> <laughs> to um, do anything bad
2: <laughs> did you guys ever like message riot support when you were like younger uh about like just shit or no I have not oh I have, like, an old message of, like, the first time I hit, like, plat or something where I was like, "Oh yeah, Hey, I'm going on vacation soon, so can, like, I get, like, a delay for my decay <laughs>
0: or something. Oh. It's something and like that. F- Riot Freak <laughs> said he started <laughs> clapping. He said, absolutely. I- I was Aiden, like, was it? Like 13 or something.
3: I think the only time I've ever had to message Riot support was because they, like, double-charged my card for an RP purchase. Mm. I don't. I, I can't think of any other time That's where I have, like...
2: You should log into your support thing, or, like, your, like, account on the support and see if you send any messages. I mean,
3: let me go see it's while fun. Nick reads the next email.
0: The next email, thank you, C-Loaded, is from, oh, God, Lurie. Our last email. Hi, guys. I just wanted to open a discussion in the upcoming Hall of Legends that Riot is establishing. I'm a big fan of traditional, uh, several traditional sports, and I was excited to see them creating a Pro League Hall of Fame. I am, however, a little disappointed that it sounds like they're going to make Faker the first inductee. I believe uh, this is because they said they're going to celebrate the player in and out of game. I'm assuming in-game means something purchasable like a skin, and I doubt they'll do that for a player that lots of newer players may not have heard of. Obviously, Faker is the undisputed goat and is the most deserving player, but I'm against inducting players while they're still active. The players should finish their careers so that it can be a celebration at the end. Not to mention, they may come into controversy during their careers that may alter public perception of them and cause the governing body to be against inducting them. There are countless examples of this in traditional sports. Very true. If I were the one running it, I would make a large introductory class and then slow it down after a while. I would imagine something like three players a year for four years and then one a year from thereafter. Uh, I would start with players from the earlier seasons that would be graded off a curve for being uh, early legends and helping popularize the game, and then start to introduce players that have really good resumes. This would also give time for some of the players that are still playing that would make it in uh, to retire, such as Faker. That said, here is my list with some justifications and not including any active players. Year 1, Expec A, Doublelift, and Yellow Star. Uh, These are early legends that have helped establish the scene and continue to have long, successful careers. Year two, Madlife, Flame, uh, Diamond Procs, uh, same as Last Justification. Year three, Benji, uh, Clearlove, Ambition, all jungle class. Benji and Ambition are clear cut. Clearlove gets a shout uh, for being a legend in China and for having a super long career and basically having an unofficial world title in the form of IPL5. Year 4, pawn, Mata, Uzi. Once again, I think this is pretty clear-cut. Both pawn and Mata had six long, successful careers with lots of international success. Uzi lacks that, but I think he's pretty clear-cut. Um, obviously, I'm probably not considering or forgetting some players. What are your thoughts on what players you would have or how many at the beginning? Sorry for the giant email, and thanks for all that you guys do. Lurie. Um, I like this idea. I think the only thing I would change is... Um, I I think you should just have a lot of people for longer than 4 years. I think um only introducing 12 players initially and then close uh, like limiting that to one e- each year would be like I don't know, really really small.
2: Yeah. I mean I I mean the reality is they're going to do it for Faker. Um and the reason they're going to do it for Faker is because uh Because he's the goat. Uh, they're going to make a fuckload of money, and the reason why they're doing it while he's still playing is because they're going to be- make even more money, because Faker's still playing, and people know who he is, and doing it for someone who's retired will make them less money. Uh, that's the reality, mm-hmm. and everything is just marketing for
0: their stuff. <laughs> yeah, That's not very fun. <laughs> it's yeah, not a fun answer, but it is the true yeah. answer.
3: Um, I, I think, you know, they pointed out a lot of people that I could definitely see as like belonging in the Hall of Fame, you know, that timing of it in terms of like the first class versus the next years and how many each year would take a lot of adjustment but you know i i think the like aiden said like the, the real way that they're going to process this is like they're going to be probably picking mostly from active players to get the most profit possible
0: i mean i so that being said, I do think there are a lot of, like, older legends that people would recognize. Um, obviously, if being one of them, right? Um, so, I, I mean, I think there's a non-zero chance they... At some point, they'll do, like, a Founders... Um, yeah. Like, or something like that, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, they, they wouldn't, like, never pull those people, but I think we're going to see a higher... We're going to see like a frequent uh, recency bias in this where people who are active or like were good more recently are probably going to make their way in sooner.
0: I I, I think the only reason I would argue against that is um, I think you're framing it through the like viewing it through the lens that uh, everyone will be celebrated the way that fakers being celebrated. Um, whereas like, I I don't think there's going to be like a Bjergsen skin. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's fair. Where like, I, like, I think he would be one of the early like inductees because people know who he he is. Like he's a popular person or a player.
2: I, Mm Depends what their goals are, right? Like, I mean, the reality is they could just do, like, multiple skins and have, like, them for, like, Faker and double double tickets because he's officially retired and whatever, and it'll be fine that they make less money because they're retired. Um, mm. And then they have the ones, like, Faker, which they're not waiting to wait until Faker retires because it literally will just... It's going to be a fucking Ari skin, and a Faker Ari skin, and it's going to be the first ever Hall of Fame skin. It's going to make them, like, yeah, $100 million, right? I, it's like...
0: I, I don't think I don't think the faker one like I I do think that's money right I like I'll not disagree on that it's just I don't think like the idea of a league hall of fame is strictly money driven and I don't think they're gonna have like League of Legends or uh, like esports I don't know skins for every single inductee yeah yeah I,
2: I, I mean I I find it hard for them to even like add another like active player like like I don't I don't think they would you know what no I, mean? I don't
0: think so either yeah. So I don't think it's, like, purely about profit. The Faker one, like, definitely is, un- unless they're they're viewing it as, like, Faker is the face of competitive League of Legends, there's no way he can't be first. It's not the
3: funded. Hall of Fame if he's not in it. Like, right, in
0: like first that, as well. Yeah. yeah.
3: And it's funny because
2: mm-hmm. it can't because that's how everything else works. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Yep. Um, I uh, did. I went to my account, Aiden, and I have uh, opened three tickets with Riot support. Any uh, good one, ones or no? No, one was for a double charge on the credit card. One was because I bought like an event pass when I was trying to buy the TFT pass, and the other one was opening a ticket uh, for like a toxic player because they were like not acting in a way that like would probably get detected by the auto system. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Like I'm going on vacation. Please pause the decay on my account.
0: I think um, the only time I've ever messaged Riot is to see. Like get an update about the fucking um, partner program.
2: Yeah, I, I I have like a bunch of messages. I couldn't find the decay one, uh, but I did find the first time. A different time, I got chat restricted. Uh, so there's actually two <laughs> stories about getting chat restricted. Um, and <laughs> I've told this story before. I just forgot about it. Um, it's a game where this is when Kane came out. So it's 2017. So I'm a young 20 year old, um, <laughs> and I'm playing ranked. I'm trying my hardest, um, and the chat log goes. Uh, good job, Jace. Go bottom, Dragon. Come, question mark? Kane, evolve now. Kane, please evolve. Kane, now, now, now. Kane, please evolve. Kane. (laughs) I'm AFK. You don't deserve to win. Go fuck yourself. You fucking gold degenerate. (laughs) Uh, and then I said some more like colorful words. Um, that I wouldn't say now. Nothing like crazy bad, but like uh, definitely enough to get banned. This is like not uh, that makes it better, but like. I've told this context uh, without like the actual chat logs before. Um, this is when like Kane was like, you could only play red, right? Blue is actually just like a trolling, theme. yeah. And this person gets blue evolve, or sorry, red evolve at like he's like losing, so he's behind. But he gets red evolve at like twelve minutes or something, and then chooses to play the next like six minutes out, waiting for blue. <laughs> That's cool. And I was so mad. I was so angry. Um, but. So I guess I've been chat restricted twice. So I've been chat restricted twice, and then I've gotten one ban unrelated to chat restriction. That's from like the recent one. I was trying to remember why I got like banned like, the, remember, like two years ago or whatever. And it's because those people hostaged us, and uh,
0: oh, and you built. I, bu- I sold yeah. my items and, like, oh.
2: built, like, something fun because we were, You like, built Rod of Ages
0: on Vibe because you were behind. <laughs> yeah, behind, I need to accelerate my levels. And I got a fucking
2: ban for that. I fucking copped a ban, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think what the problem is.
3: It's wild. It, it is insane sometimes when that happens and you're, like... And, like everyone should have been punished in that situation not
2: like mm. yeah I'm not I'm not a good person there but like the situation is it's a normal game and they're they're holding us hostage like purposely not that's trying so to funny. like win or lose <laughs> oh.
0: that's so funny
3: Nick have you ever been banned
0: uh I think I have gotten I think I've gotten a 24 hour punishment like early, early in League because my computer was so garbage <laughs> um, that I I like couldn't connect quickly enough to the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I, sh- I shouldn't have been playing League on my computer because it was that bad. Gotcha. But I've never gotten, I've never, I've, I don't know, I've gotten a warning for saying ba- naughty words one time, but otherwise, no
2: it's hard to actually get banned is like the reality. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I have been banned once in season one. And when I like appealed it, they cited two games. One of which was a game where Warren and Henderson reported. Oh, I remember that (laughs) spam reported. Because they were hostage holding me in the game. And I was like, okay, cool. If we're going to like keep playing out this pointless game, I was playing Shaco. I'm just going to sit in a bush and plant boxes until somebody comes to this bush. I'm not going to do anything else. Uh, and they reported yeah. me for afk and i got punished
2: i mean this especially now especially at the si- automatic systems man it can be rough i remember like um trevor's not like the most uh, uh great summoner mm-hmm. uh, does not pl- display the most uh elegance He does not summon- follow the summoner's code yeah um but he anyways he had a chat like restriction where it's like you can only type like five times or whatever and we get we go into a game that's um all of us. It's just five of us. Like so we're like full pre made or whatever. Uh, and he's like, Oh, like look, I get I get access to like five uh, or three <laughs> attacks at the beginning. Of the game. So he types KYS, KYS, KYS. And it's just it's just it's just us all together. And then he immediately got a game, he immediately gets a two week ban. Because, <laughs> like the automatic detection's obviously looking for the fact that like he's like a flag toxic player and he just typed kill yourself three times but it's like I don't know, like stuff like that where I'm like, huh. I guess he shouldn't have typed that it was dumb, but like also like no one it doesn't hurt anyone yeah and like no one was upset because it was like literally unrelated it's just like the automatic yeah. systems can be a little funky And that's one mm-hmm. of those
3: where like you would hope that if you appe- if he appealed it it would get like flipped but you like there's a decent chance they wouldn't
2: yeah either way we're, we're going fine. long but that was that was a fun show i'm glad we had all yeah. three of us back it's been a while it's been i guess since last year we haven't had a show this year with all of us yet so yeah
0: yeah very the boys, sad
3: the boys are back
0: hell yeah um, if you would like to send us an email yourself, it's mail at Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv kinglordup, bluebasket, and lecastfrost. Visit our website, lecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.